Here we are with another of the forums podcasts, but quite an unusual podcast today in that usually there's myself and a guest having a conversation. Today, my guest is an imaginary one. It's Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor, and really talking to him about what the forum and our members would like to see out of the upcoming budget. So really, Rishi, here at the forum, we're pleased to see the new government making a great many announcements about spending on infrastructure, as well as talking about supporting the small and micro businesses across the UK, who, let's face it, make up over 98% of the UK economy. So, Chancellor, in the spirit of partnership, here are a few of the items we'd like to see addressed in the budget by yourself. The first one is a fairly obvious one, which is Brexit. And yes, we now know that we're moving forward on leaving the EU and potentially forming a new partnership with them as we move into the unknown. But that's the point. We are going into the unknown. Things are going to be very different. We're facing issues and opportunities that we've never seen before. So it's vitally important that the government not only tells business what's going on, but also how it's going to affect them. And one-size-fits-all statements really just will not do. And the reason for that is that big business has the time and the resources to be able to decipher these many government announcements that come out. Smaller businesses do not. They're owner-operators, they're very busy, and they really need just some clear guidance as to what's happening, what it means to them, and what action, if any, they should be taking. And government communication needs to be written with them in mind as the end user. There also needs to be an open channel for feedback. So if small and micro businesses find opportunities or issues in this new unknown future, it can be fed back quickly and it can be acted upon. The second thing we'd like to talk about is business rates. And really, for far too long, business rates have been causing problems for small businesses. This issue goes back a long time. But business rates as they exist at the moment prevent growth and expansion, and they really are not a fair tax. They prevent small businesses moving on to high streets. A thorough review of business rates needs to be carried out, and we need to find an alternative or alternatives to it. Um, We've got to be doing something different. We can't just carry on with the same old, very flawed system. The next thing I'd like to talk to you about is connectivity. And that really takes two different areas. The first one is true digital connectivity, particularly to rural areas. And that needs to be addressed. An investment in this infrastructure needs to be raised, need to be working with the private sector, and the government needs to make sure we're able to be a true digital economy. Basically, no one should be disadvantaged because of where they live. The other part of connectivity is transport, and transport connectivity is very important, particularly in the north where there hasn't been the same investment as there has in the south. We're now being told that we're going to see a lot of long-term investment, but that's in projects that we won't see the benefits of for a very long time, particularly where we're talking about the rail network, HS2, connecting up Manchester and Liverpool to Leeds and Hull. But in the shorter term, some spending on key roads would be really good. 
Um, I can remember a time when we're based in Knutsford. I knew I could be in the middle of Birmingham in less than an hour. The same could be said for Leeds. That's no longer the case. I'm sure many people have, have had similar experiences. We've seen potholes on motorways, smart motorways being set up, which seemed to cause huge delays despite the doubts about them in terms of safety. And so the travelling times, as I said, from Birmingham to Manchester and Liverpool, Manchester and Liverpool to Leeds and Hull, getting round Manchester on the Ring Road, the journey to the northeast, which can be a lottery. You can have a good run or you might have to pack your sandwiches in a flask. So some investment into the M62, M6, M60, the A1, as well as looking at good links from Exeter at the end of the M5 into Cornwall would be very welcome. And surely they can be delivered in the shorter term, providing benefits to everybody, but particularly to small and micro businesses. Moving on to late payment, I know government's very aware of this and they need to keep pushing all companies to pay on time. It's a cultural change that needs government help. And with that in mind, government have announced all this infrastructure spending, HS2 and the like, and it would be interesting to see how many of the contractors that have benefited from the work there are paying their suppliers on time. I know of one or two large construction firms involved in this who are removed from the prompt payment code. So you can only hope that the Chancellor and government have used and will continue to use their buying power to ensure that all of these contractors on these many infrastructure jobs that are being announced are adhering to the prompt payment code and there are penalties for them if they do not. Also, we'd like to see the new Small Business Commissioner who'll be coming into his role being given more powers. So put the prompt payment code under his control and give him power to investigate. Also give him the power to find those continual and unrepentant late payers. And let's really make a cultural change to late payment, which impacts on so many people in a negative way. Chancellor, in terms of regulation, there's one thing that's certain, and that is that our tax code is far too complex and open to abuse by powerful companies with huge resources. And it needs a thorough review and overhaul. It's a big project that's been avoided for far too long. We've tinkered around the edges of it, but really, we need to get a grips with it. All small and micro businesses really want is a fair and level playing field, and that currently does not exist. So you need to set up a task force with real power, working to a set timescale and delivering real results in terms of simplifying and levelling out the UK's tax code. Moving on to education and skills. We need more government investment to help people retrain throughout their life. Change is ever more rapid, it's driven by technology, and the idea that education and training at the start of your business career will see you through, it's just, it's just not enough. People need to be able to evolve and change along with businesses, and that means having readily accessible training throughout your life, whole life learning. I remember my father going to night school to retrain, and that kind of thing is what's really needed. And that means having courses close to where people are, delivered at a time of day when they can access it, and it needs to be affordable. And while we're at it, we should really be teaching our youngsters at school about change, about change, its impacts, 
and creativity and innovation. So we prepare our future workforce for this ever faster change that's upon us and giving us ways and tools and techniques of being able to deal with it. We are an amazingly creative country in the UK with lots of examples of really creative people. We should be celebrating those and learning the lessons from it. We also want to look at rebalancing the economy and let's see some real investment in moving government departments and civil servants out of the Westminster bubble and out into the regions. It's worked magnificently with the BBC, relocating to Media City in Salford and all the businesses that have developed around it. So let's see some more brave moves announced by the Chancellor. After all, one of the benefits may be that ministers and civil servants will start talking directly to businesses rather than talking to the same lobbying groups all the time and getting the same answers. Talking directly to business could be a really powerful thing. So thank you for joining me today, Mr. Imaginary Chancellor. Um, I really do hope that you take on board what we've said um, and that you'd perhaps act on it or act on some of those things um, I'm sure if you did, then our members and many of the UK's small and micro businesses would be delighted. Thank you.